Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Hey, Dad, event, and people didn't have chairs, and the press looked at me and said, what the hell's the matter with that guy? Anyway, Everett, thank you. Sergeant First Class, I was telling him, my son, Bo, who I lost because of what happened in Iraq. Anyway, my, my son, Bo, when he made major in Iraq, I was, I was there. Uh, I can't I, anymore. It's, it's just sad at this uh, point. There's no easy way to say this, but that guy was just having himself a day yesterday. I don't know, I don't know what happened. He was all over the place. And that was actually the best part of it. Yeah, I don't think he had his go-go juice. It started Ooh. with, um, he was thanking some woman, Susan somebody. Thank you. Uh, she's here somewhere. Oh, yeah. I just had a picture taken with her. And then somebody must have yelled from the crowd or from the side of the stage, uh, she's not here, Mr. President. Oh, oh well, she's not here. Uh, apparently, I got her confused with somebody yeah. else. I'm like, you just said you just took a picture with the woman. All right. I'm going to give him credit. In the middle of figuring this out, he did figure it out for himself, though, towards the end, at, well, at, at least, because it didn't start off well at all. Thanks for the welcome back to North Carolina, Gov. I appreciate it very much. I also want to mention Congressman De- Deborah Ross. Where's Deborah? Here it is. Did she, I just had my p- picture taken with her. That's probably why she left. <laughs> no, all kidding aside. Anyway, you, you can, oh, she couldn't be here, actually. That's not true. I got it mixed up. Everything's fine. Okay. The question is, did he figure it out himself, or is one of his staff members on the side of the stage going, she's not here? I don't know. I think he did. I think he figured it out, which is that, you know, anybody can make a mix-up like that. Think of how many people the president meets in a day, but it, it just it Just, just before you go on. on stage and have a picture taken with the person, though? Yeah, Come that on. that is a little rough. Try to give him credit. I, it's, I, it's hard. It, well, in this case, it's really hard. But how do you, especially it's a congressperson. It's not like it's it's somebody he shouldn't know. Granted, he doesn't know every all the congresspeople, you know, by name, first name, on a daily basis he sees these people. But still, you just said you just took a picture with it. You would think you would remember who the person was you had a picture taken with. I'm sorry. Oh, like, boy. It's, 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 it's just sad. And if you don't think he has Alzheimer's. All right, but listen to the crowd. They were loving it. Ah, oh, laughing yeah. along. And, I, and I, have, I said before, I hear an event like that where, you know what? Maybe the Democrats are like, no, nah, Joe's doing fine. It's working out for us. He's pushing all the pushing all the right buttons that we want to get done. The agenda. We got the border open. We've got uh, more ballot mail-in ballot boxes. So he's doing fine. Maybe yeah. they will run him out there. And, you know, and maybe it's purely out of sheer respect for the office and for the man himself. Uh, he yeah. is the president of the United States. You're not going to sit there and laugh at him and, and make fun of him. Uh, you can't tell me though. After they oh, realized, the yeah, after these people realized that he had screwed up that way, that somebody on the way home didn't have a conversation and say. Boy, it wasn't that, like, uncomfortable. He couldn't remember who he had a picture taken with. I always think it's just nervous laughter. Like, that you ever see, like, a, a comedian that's that's bombing and people <sighs> laugh anyway because they're just like, oh, uh, please end this. Oh, God, yes, yeah, go home. Please. <laughs> Before we go. Oh, yeah, cringeworthy, yeah. I don't uh, know. I, it's it's kind of scary. President Trump heads back up to New Hampshire today. Yesterday, he was at Mar-a-Lago and all over Palm Beach for the funeral of his mother-in-law. A bunch of pictures taken, obviously, of the entire family. 
everybody's talking about Baron Trump. He's not seen a lot, which is good. You know, let the kid have a life. He's now six foot seven, towering over the rest of the family. And he's only, what did we say? 15, 17 years old now. He's 17. He's only just begun growing. Wow, yeah, you're kidding. Yeah, I know. Just well, what the question is, I don't. I, I'm sure he goes to a private school somewhere around here. I don't know where, but uh, where does he go to college? Yeah, good because that's going to be next. coming soon. Yeah, it's got to be coming soon, right? If he's 17, is so. he filling out those applications when he goes home? <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you fill those things out yet? I hated filling those. Do you have any out. prominent family members? <laughs> well, <laughs> Let me see. Last name's Trump. Right. No. Right. <laughs> so yeah, probably with how many, state of colleges now they all turn him down. I was going to say, forget about any Ivy League school right. because they see that name, they're going to ban you right <laughs> away. So you'll never get into Harvard or Yale or Stanford. Forget now, it. Trump had asked for a delay with the ridiculous civil lawsuit from E. Jean Carroll in New York, and the judge didn't give it to him. Yesterday, he was talking about it. He would rather have me miss the funeral or go to the funeral, miss the trial. And that's a nasty man. He's a nasty, Trump-hating guy. But I guess it wrapped up yesterday, and he wasn't there. Yeah, and his uh, attorney, the one that you really liked, uh, Hubba Bubba there, as you call her, she... Uh, Hubba Bubba? She... she that's a gum. Uh, she probably she made minced meat out of E. Jean Carroll. Here's a woman, and, and you brought this up, and I don't know if – I wish they would have allowed at least reporters in the courtroom. Oh, we got this, nothing out of this courtroom. This would have been gold. Uh, and it's probably why, because the judge would realize that public opinion would have been on Trump's side after hearing this woman's testimony. Here's a woman that you found out lives out in the woods in a cabin. Right? I, I, I didn't even go looking for information on E. Jean Carroll. I know more about this lunatic than I ever wanted to know. Lives in the woods. Okay. She writes, I don't know how, she paints sides of rocks with different things. She has graphic names for her, her uh, uh, can't even say on the air, for her, her cats, okay. I guess. Wonderful. She's, she's nuts. She's and by the way, because I don't know how much longer we had to talk about her, she still doesn't know what year this alleged assault from Trump happened. She's never nailed down the year. Yet this case was allowed to go forward this far? It's Are you shocking. kidding me? It's shocking. Again, going. I'm just, I, like I said earlier, go into a Macy's today or a Nordstrom's or I don't know, whatever department store, Bell's outlet, if for that matter. Go into a dressing room and have a man follow you and yell, don't tell me somebody's not going right. to come in and save you. Right. Hello? Why did she never yell? Why did she I never guess, ask for help? I, this is the flimsiest thing of all time. This is actually, that was already settled. This is the defamation part of it, because yeah. I guess Trump wasn't supposed to talk about it. Yeah, well, he wasn't supposed to make fun of her, and he oh, did after the fact. God. Because he was like, he never met the woman, she's lying, blah, blah, blah. She said her life's been threatened ever since she won the case. Anyway, in better news, here's something to look forward to. There is, I cannot wait for this, because I've always thought it went down like this. We never heard. But there's a documentary coming out about the 1985 song and video. Remember? Mm -hmm. We Are the World. Yeah. (laughs) It's called The Greatest Night in Pop. It's on Netflix, January 29th, right around the corner. First of all, it's getting attention because Lionel Richie says in it, and I think it was a producer. I think you're right. I think he's behind this somehow. He says he's got in a little bit of trouble. You couldn't make a song like that today because all the modern artists, they all sound the same. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I agree with him. Uh, he's right. Well, most of them are auto-tuned. And right. That, that's the reason they all sound the same. But he talks about <laughs> uh, what I didn't realize was Harry Belafonte was the reason this song was this whole thing took place. Yeah. Lionel Richie said Belafonte called him and said, we need to do something. I just saw this documentary yep. about all these people starving in Africa. And then they got Quincy Jones involving, calling yep. all his contacts. It wound up being this, of course. We are the world. We are the children. 
But if you've ever imagined, I've always thought this was the case. This couldn't have been as rosy as they thought with that many egos. I guess it was pressure-packed, and a lot of that came from they didn't come. Michael Jackson was still writing the song as they went. Yeah, well, I guess they. But Lionel Richie said he goes. We sat down. I didn't realize Michael Jackson was like the whole point behind it. Well, because of Quincy Quincy Jones. Yeah. So they went to Michael's house and they sat down at his piano and he hummed all all the 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 tune. But no one had any lyrics. So when they went to do the song, then no one had written any lyrics yet. So you got all these people there. It all came out fine, but this is how it went. This is why I want to see this thing. The greatest artists of a generation came together to save some lives. Herb Elefante wants to do some kind of a song for famine relief in Africa. Bob Dylan. Stevie Wonder. Paul Simon. Cindy Lauper. Pat Midler. Billy Joel. Steve Perry. Willie Nelson. What am I supposed to sing? The clock is ticking, and we had so many disasters coming. Oh, I can't wait for this. January 20th. That's, isn't that next week? Like two weeks? Yeah, right, around, right the around the corner. Netflix, it, the greatest night in pop. That's going to be good. I got to go find it and record it. Absolutely. That's pretty cool. All right, uh, Boeing, another plane in trouble. No passengers on this one, but uh, it was on fire after leaving Miami. It was a cargo plane, right? But yeah, we, last night. There's more bad news for that company. We'll Jeez. talk about uh, what we're hearing so far. That and uh, some more headlines coming up next. The East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Hey, welcome to Friday, everybody. The South Florida Morning Show. There's Jen, there's Diener, I'm Bill. Well, this isn't going to make anybody feel better about Boeing. And, they, and just as the FAA is expanding that investigation into their planes, terrifying moment, video is everywhere, including on our morning show blog, uh, flames shooting out of an Atlas Air Boeing 747, engine failure right after takeoff from Miami International. This was a cargo plane, but still, it's a pretty yes. dramatic video. It's just... It's- on fire, and, and you know you can see the flames in the sky. And this happened, uh, they said, right around ten thirty-two last night after it took off from Miami. Uh, the flight crew instantly said, uh, "We got a problem," and they came back. They landed safely. Nobody was hurt. The crew's fine. Cargo's fine. Eleven oh three. So it was a very short flight. It was up and back. But they, you know, you're right. It's but it, the funny part about it was. Uh, Boeing instantly came out and said, uh, those are four General Electric EX yeah. such and such engines. I'm sure those they aren't Boeing engines. So it's like, OK, yeah, I don't think I don't think Boeing makes the engines. I think it's either Rolls Royce, uh, uh, Pratt Whitney makes the engines, people like that. So the question is between that and the 737 Max with the what do they call it? The plug falling out. The the door plug. The door plug. Uh, but the funny part about it is Boeing keeps on saying it's not us. It's the other people. So they're saying now it's it's General Electric's engine. It wasn't our engine. It's the people that made the door rivets. It's their fault, not ours. So how many parts on a plane are like not made by Boeing? Yeah, exactly. They're all subcontracted, and I'm sure they all have special install things. And they yeah, have to, so. right. I've never seen this. This was interesting. You know, Flight Aware. Right. They always track these things and whatever. I've never seen anybody put a price on these. FlightAware oh. says the four hundred billion four hundred million dollar plane. <gasps> it's just listed at four hundred million bucks. Yeah. Wow. And that's and used. That, well, and for that's, the low low price of <laughs> four hundred million. But it, it's a, it, I don't know what the eight stands for. I don't know. I, but it's a, it's a huge cargo plane. So uh, the, I can I could sit here and think there's probably businesses across this country, specifically maybe along the southeast coast, going, "Thank God the cargo didn't die." You know, didn't get spewed all over, you know, parts of Miami-Dade or right. didn't, you know, burn in a, a crash or anything. Right. Because it's, just think, I mean, that how much cargo was on it. And thank God the crew's fine. Last Sunday, this wasn't their fault, but two Boeing planes clipped as wings were 
taxiing at Chicago O'Hare. In a left-wing tip of Flight 11 from Al Nippon Airways, the Japanese airline struck the rear of Delta Airlines Flight 2122. Jeez. Both planes of Boeing design, not necessarily their fault, but the FAA has, and they just announced this last night, has expanded their investigation into Boeing. Uh, well, you Is know, help? when doors fall off in the middle of a flight, there's going to be some concern somewhere along the line. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I, and, and if it is if it is the doors problem or if it is the rivets or the screws or whatever it is, the bolts that are holding it on, don't you want to go make sure all the bolts on all the other planes are fine? I would hope so. You know, so how many bolts hold together a plane? Lots. I, 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 and if that doesn't work, zip tie them. <laughs> no, they use one of the flex seal. Flex seal. <laughs> Like a handyman in a can. All right. Anyway, Just kidding. But that, now, the, people the are, now people are driving now listening to us going to PBIA for a flight going, shut up. Yeah, it's, it's, no, it, they landed safely. And the odds are if you talk to this flight crew, they'd say, it's no big deal. Right. Happens all the time. This yeah. is what we trained for. So, yeah, we turn back around. Everybody's yeah. fine. We got another engine. <laughs> it's just that simple. This is not going to help with flights this weekend, though. It's starting already. This big, Oof. big winter storm affecting about 100 million Americans, by the way. It's also going to affect New York City. They haven't gotten snow actually in Manhattan in two years. I think that's about to change. I'm going to get a few inches of snow today. Temperatures also expected to drop to well below freezing for that city and others throughout the Midwest and Northeast and the far extreme uh, Pacific Northwest. A lot of people affected by it this weekend. Yeah. Including northern Florida. Like right. anywhere from like Lake Okeechobee north, you're going to feel the effects. But Tallahassee, oh, yeah. tonight's low is 33, but tomorrow night and Sunday night, overnight lows 26 degrees. So along the panhandle, they're going to just, it's going to be freezing again. Yikes. That's, that's awful chilly. If you're not used to it, it's chilly. So if your kids are at Florida State, I hopefully they have lots of sweaters and coats. Now, we've also got the divisional round playoffs going on in the NFL this weekend. Oh, okay. So this means once again affected by weather, the Bills have another home game, this time against the Kansas City Chiefs. So this may probably not going to be delayed, but they may have another snow game happening here. Yeah, they said, well, at least on Fox Sports this morning, they said that uh, the snow is anticipated to stop hours before the kickoff. I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> it's gonna be. A, I it, it's it's horrible to watch a game in the snow. Now it was it's they, fun, but it's horrible. They delayed a day because they also had the holiday last weekend. They could do it, and, and it was mainly because of the roads. Right, didn't want fans driving off the road. You know, going to Buffalo, but also this was just so funny to protect the fans. We're gonna delay the game. <laughs> Bills fans have been jumping into a pit. You heard about this, Diener? This is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. They're, we're protecting them. They're. Uh, <laughs> Playing the right kind of ball at the right kind of time. You want to get hot in December, anytime after like Thanksgiving. They're on a six-game win streak, including last week. Now, the Bills are getting a new stadium. Construction's already begun, but in the meantime, it's basically a giant construction pit. Before the game, where they started the win streak, a fan fell into the pit. He's okay, but he fell into the pit. Great. So now to honor him and to keep the win streak going, Bills Mafia is jumping into the pit. Of course, oh, are these people stupid? <laughs> yes. Has anyone gotten like hurt or killed? Or jeez, <laughs> at least one of them sacrifices him or herself by jumping into the pit. And so far, so good. So don't. They've tried to stop them. They put up barriers. They're doing all they can. This cop <laughs> presence. You're not going to stop people from jumping into pits. This is crazy. 
<laughs> and the, the funny thing, when they postponed the game, all I can remember was that guy with what he had with shorts and no shirt on sliding down the ramp that they're supposed to throw the snow on to get it out of the stadium because they ask all the fans to come in and help clear out the stadium. And I'm thinking, this guy's a moron. Yeah. <laughs> It's like 20 below zero and you got no clothes on. It was a good video last week. There were a few of them of because uh, they've always they jump onto uh, tables and break them. But one was on fire last week. It was great. Oh, this is on fire. This yeah. is what they do. They are the um, Neanderthals of NFL fan base. Not a lot to do in Buffalo. No. Why is they called the mafia? mafia? Why are they called the mafia? Where's that, that you know, I don't. You know, that's the fan base name. It just kind of started because you know they all travel and they They're go great all over loyal the place. Fans, and, they are. No, they are, and I give them credit. And you know, listen, I hate the Buffalo Bills, and I can't stand the fan base. And I just, I can say that freely. That's fine. Right, I get it. Send your hate mail to me. I'm a Dolphins fan. That's the way it goes. You hate us too, but I, but at the same time. As a Dolphins fan, I also sympathize with them. So there's part of me that absolutely despises them. Sure. And the other part of me that says, I kind of feel good for them because I know how it feels to suffer your entire life with a team waiting for them to win. So but they've been, I mean, you know, everybody knows the story. Four Super Bowls in a row. They lost four in a row. Right. They're uh, playing at the right time. They are. No, they're hot. I, I'll just throw this out there. I think the winner of the Chiefs-Bills game will go to the Super Bowl. Against your Detroit Lions. Oh yeah! <laughs> how many more? How many more playoff games are there? Actually, Jen, I will answer Two all more these, rounds. Oh yeah, I, I'm going to answer all these questions. Go in depth during rapid fire. You can he look just, forward to more football playoff talk. You can tell he doesn't want to work today. He's just doing football, <laughs> which he does, you know, on the other station all day. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go in depth can, with the playoff matchups. We can preview the games. Yes. We'll also have the. Uh, th- th- this is right on schedule, as they say. They start to release information, little tidbits about the Super Bowl halftime show and pregame show right about this weekend. They did last night. We know who's going to sing the national anthem. We'll tell you about that in rapid fire, too. Not only the national anthem, God bless America and lift every voice. I oh, like wow. that. Yes, it's going to be wonderful. We'll have that, too, and some headlines in rapid fire. Coming up next, just past bottom of the hour. Stick around for that. The South Florida Morning Show. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Let's send you into the weekend knowing some stuff. What you got going on first, Jen? Uh, traffic update. Southbound 95 right at 45th Street. Uh, right after that report, there was an accident, so it's starting to back things up. Uh, you guys talked about this off the air yesterday, and then I went and did a little digging and found out the details. This is the most fascinating story in the world about a former ESPN sportscaster. Did you guys go look at the details of this story? I, I know he was rolling around on the ground all bloody. It was terrible. Cordell Patrick's the guy's name. He said the only reason he is alive is purely because of a higher power. He said there is no reason he should be here on this earth today. He says it wasn't my time to go. 
he and his wife were returning from an RV trip. They live in Valencia, California, just north of L.A., okay? It was Monday afternoon. He was in the passenger seat, had just gotten up to go to the back of the RV to go to the bathroom. Mm. His wife was driving. She fell asleep. Oh, the, the the RV started to rock. He tried to grab the oh, wheel. It didn't it do any good. I thought maybe he fell out of the door or something. Yeah, well, he, no, he went through the windshield. Oh, oh wow. So he's unbuckled. Really? He goes through the windshield, lands in the middle of the freeway where cars are like coming at him. Oh, geez. Uh, he goes, I, he was, he goes, I was 175 feet down, just bouncing. Oh, wow. So he bounced 175 feet and skidded 175 feet. He said, I looked up and I saw cars coming at me. He oh. said, for whatever reason, I was able to crawl to the side of the road so I didn't get hit. That's brutal. And he said the first thing, though, when the, somebody came and stopped and helped him, then he said, how's my wife? And Because the thing was the, the RV flipped. And they said, your wife's fine. So now he's in the hospital. 60% of his body has either road rash or it's burned. Oh. And and he has multiple broken bones. But they said he is going to be fine eventually. Wow. But I mean, you guys talked about this yesterday. They're like, how do you fall out of an RV? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, we just saw the after effect. And Good Samaritan's trying to help the guy. He was a, He's going to live. He's grateful. Yeah, yeah. But what a what harrowing a experience. Story. Wow, that's Yikes. wild. Jeez, no, yeah, I hadn't seen the details since we talked about it yesterday. That's uh, incredible. Isn't that incredible? But he said, uh, thanks to a higher power, he is here. Wow. No kidding. Hmm. Well, we got some big news last night. Right on schedule, this is when the NFL starts to announce who's going to sing the pregame stuff for the Super Bowl. We already know that, we already know that Usher is going to be the halftime performer. Right. Who's going to sing the national anthem? One of our favorites. Hey! Reba. Reba. Oh, there I she love is. Reba. Super Bowl uh, lineup in Vegas. Reba McIntyre with the national anthem. Post Malone with America the Beautiful. Really? And Andra Day with Lift Every Voice and Sing. Wow. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Well, one they, that catches me there is Post Malone singing America the Beautiful. He Now, he started off huh. as a rapper, right? Clue me in on this. But sings a lot more now? He sings a lot more now. You know, he still he kind of incorporates both. Yeah. So I mean, is he gonna wrap America the beautiful? No, I don't think so. I mean, maybe the arrangement's gonna be different. <laughs> yes, I don't know if it's gonna be. Remember when Ray Charles changed the arrangement? It was one of the best versions. I did. Ever. That's Ray Charles. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> but I don't know how much Post Malone. Hopefully, he doesn't wrap America the Beautiful. That would be a little too different, I think, for most people. He's in the middle. Gracious guys, break it down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. He's good. I think he'll he'll do a good job. I'm he just, actually has a good voice. I'm just happy about Reba. Yes. And now, they say Usher, for the halftime show, they yeah. said he's on this really strict diet and he's working out like an animal. Like for the past six months, just to get ready for this show. And then he's going to gorge himself on Doritos and <laughs> Mountain Dew after. I don't Probably. Know. I'm just happy about it. Reba. Best line about this was, I saw this in a meme. You mean to tell me a single mom who works too hard with two jobs is time to sing that? It's like the show. <laughs> yeah. uh, she's like great, it. though. That show was really good. Well, just so in case anybody is wondering, since we do know the uh, who is singing the national anthem, yes. yes, there is a bet now. There is a line for oh, the over-under. Yes. What's it I just it found it. Really? Over-under for Reba McIntyre singing the national anthem. Two minutes, five seconds. Okay. Under. So- are you going under? I'll go under. All right. Since so this is where we start to do our research, we need to discover any other time that she sung the national anthem, and I'm sure right. it's somewhere, and see what the time was. We'll do our research. So we'll see. We're going to win hundreds. <laughs> Tens. <Pennies. laughs> yeah. we'll, so we'll see where this lands. We'll, we'll do our research. All right. Okay, I think go ahead. Under two. Anyway, so I'll stick with football, actually, because they teased it there before rapid fire. 
Big matchups. A lot of people say the, this is the best weekend in football, the divisional round. I think last week is pretty good, too, but either way is fine. Okay. We have four games. Two games in the AFC, two games in the NFC. I feel like we're doing a Friday football picks I know, now. I know. <laughs> Tomorrow afternoon is the first game, Jen. So mark it on your uh, your calendar there because you're... Your quarterback, C.J. Stroud from Ohio State. Jeez, what happened to him? He went into the NFL and he's like superstar now. He, he didn't is, play like that at Ohio. Uh, by far the rookie of the year. Oh, yeah. He's he's really good. One he's is, in the perfect system for him, too. It is. And credit to D'Amico Ryans, too, the yep. rookie head coach there. So a couple rookies getting it done for Houston. They're going to Baltimore. 4.30 game tomorrow. Most likely going to be cold. Baltimore. <laughs> so that's going to be a cold wow. one. Uh, and then eight eight fifteen tomorrow is Packers 49ers, which is always, you know, like one of those classic NFC matchups. Then on Sunday, three o'clock, America's team, the Detroit Lions. We are all Lions fans, are we not? That's right. We are. Yes, okay. we are. Yes. are. All right, we are. They are facing off against Michigan. Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, I can't wait for this game, though, because I love their story. I love Baker Mayfield. I really do. You're I getting... love his name. Bake. Bake. The Bake. You're getting a great story either way. You're either going to have Baker Mayfield and the Bucks in the NFC Championship game. Baker Mayfield is kind of like his castaway quarterback. That's right. You know, a lot of people said his career was done. Mm-hmm. So he'll either be in the NFC Championship game or the Lions will be in the NFC Championship game. And if he wins, he gets another 250000 bucks in his contract. Oh, Baker Mayfield? Yeah. Oh, I hope they win. Man. He got two fifty k last week. But I love this Lions story. That's so great. Those poor people. They don't even know how to celebrate. I feel, uh, they no, don't even you, know how to high five. They're not sure what to do. What was the last time they were? They went this far? Uh, 1991. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. So, I didn't even know back then if they had two home games. They may not have. That's a good question. Yeah, you're right. I'm not sure what the playoff format no, was That's that right, point. because that was that Tampa question. How are they preparing for the, the snow and the cold? That's okay. right, yeah. <laughs> despite, what the, right. despite the Tampa reporters not knowing the game is indoors, they it is indoors. See, and I think they should win just because of that stupid question. And the, who was the coach? Classic. What's his name? The guy's Todd the Bowles. When he went, yeah. uh, you do know we play inside. <laughs> I was dying. He, he gave, literally gave her an eye roll. That was the best. <laughs> They deserve to win based on that. What a moment. And then the final game, real quick, is Sunday night Chiefs-Bills, which is kind of like, you know, the new rivalry in the NFL right now, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. I do think the winner of that will beat Baltimore, who I think is going to win. I think the winner of Chiefs-Bills goes to the Super Bowl eventually. That's just my feel on it. Who do you think is going to win? I think the Bills are going to win. I'm saying Bills 49ers in the Super Bowl. The Bills are hot. I hope it happens again. Kansas City wins again in overtime. Oh, it'd be great. So... Bills Nation, Bills Mafia has a meltdown. Let Josh have the ball. That's right. That was the game a couple years <laughs> ago. That was the game ago. last year. Because if you win on yes. a touchdown with first possession, it's over. It's not right. <laughs> That's right. That was the best meltdown of all time. And the, the Chiefs <laughs> scored in 13 seconds yep. to make, go to, to force it into overtime. I hope it happens again. Wow. I'm excited for that if one. If it happens again, there will be a rule change. Yeah. Can you, can you imagine? <laughs> there might be bodies, too, if it happens again. Jeez. Well, okay. so it's going to be a good weekend. It is going to be a good weekend. Would you be willing to give up your uh, cell phone over there for a month for $10,000? Yes. Here, have mine right now. <laughs> I just said this to Bill this morning. Uh, there's a campaign inspired by Dry January to give 10 people, $10,000 each, giving up their phones for a full month. Siggy's, it's a yogurt company. Apparently, they say they believe in the power of living in a simpler life. No so, one's going to do that. Well, if you would, if you are, I would do it in a heartbeat if, if we could, but we can't we because can't. we need our phones. I know, that's so really that's, a problem. I mean, because I think, of work. I think we're at the point now no one can. 
You can't exist as an adult who like has a living, breathing life without a phone now. I would have to take off work for a month. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's what it would be. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's about it. But if you are interested, they're accepting inv- they're accepting your application January 31st at their website. 100 to 500 word essay as to why you need a digital detox. Oh, you need to write an essay? See, I'd be good at this. I could feasibly win this. You know, Go I'm for a, it. I can write really well. So Because I am a shut-in, I have no life. That's what I would enter. Help Do it. me. Do it. Hey, you may not have Macy's to kick around much longer. Oh. Laying off over 2,300 employees and closing five stores. Oh, wow. They're deploying a new strategy to mm. meet the needs of an ever-changing marketplace. That's not a good sign. No. Uh, difficult decision, they say, reducing the workforce by 3%. Effort to mm. become more streamlined company. That means more online stuff. It's, yeah. it's these. Uh, it's that's Amazon. One of the, that, yeah, it is Amazon. That's one of these old brick-and-mortar stores that everybody said, once you, once you see Macy's going under... And I'm not saying they're going under, but they're closing more traditional right. brick-and-mortar stores. The store at the Gardens Mall is massive. Yeah, it is. Nice one, too. It's a beautiful store. They always have a lot of people in them, though, so I, yeah. I think it's promising for that store. Yeah, true. I don't know. I know. It's rough. That's a shame. Well, That I'll would be just, terrible. Real quick, uh, just want to mention that if you, want, uh, if you wanted to see Snoop Dogg on OnlyFans... It's no. Not, it's not happening. Good. Sorry to disappoint you. Thank God. <laughs> Apparently. What? <laughs> Told you 24 was going to be good. Jeez, boy, you fall for everything from Snoop Dogg. No, First no, you figured no. out he wasn't going to smoke pot anymore. No, this is true. Now you found out that he was going to show body parts on fans only, this OnlyFans, is, whatever it's called. This is true. It was confirmed by the head of OnlyFans. They said that. They off, they, they said that he would make $100 million in, in the end. That's what they said. You'll make $100 million. In their words, all you have to do is show your thing. And he's really? like, Are you kidding no. me? Yeah, he said no. He's like, he's like, my my wife wouldn't let me do that. He's like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> so there you go. Thank God. <laughs> Maybe someone out there is disappointed. I'm sorry. <laughs> Snoop Dogg is not going to be an OnlyFans. Kind of surprised he didn't do it. It's a lot of money to turn down. That is. But good for him. Maybe he'll enter the give up your cell phone for a month deal. There you go. Him and Jen. Maybe he'll do that. A hundred million dollars? That's what they said he would he would make. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I know. Wow. Who what? Uh, never mind. Just saying. I Other just... celebrities. Hopefully she's not doing that on OnlyFans. Hopefully she doesn't take up the offer. Madonna Uh-oh. is Uh-oh. getting sued, though, for showing up late to her concerts. Uh-oh. Got that coming up, and maybe some trouble for that Fannie Willis going after Trump in Fulton County. Oh, please, 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 yeah. She's getting questioned now. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. First thing they say, oh, she's going to play the race card now. But no God, isn't it them who's playing the race card when they only question one? Uh-huh. Well, now, that, that oh. is Fannie Willis. Or I'm sorry, Fanny. No, no, I'm still going to call her Fanny. Fanny. <laughs> She's the prosecutor in Fulton County, Georgia, going after Trump. Well, now she is facing some trouble of her own. It first started last week. That's why she went to that church last weekend to talk to God. Yeah. So the whole congregation had to listen to her defending herself in this trial. Okay. Not trial, but this case. She is uh, ordering a hearing, the judge, or presiding over this, to examine charges of improper relationship involving Fanny Willis. Well, and they're what they're trying to, they're going to bank all of this on this Nathan Wade guy. He was the special cro- prosecutor that she hired as the district attorney of Fulton County. Again, taxpayer money paying this guy in excess of $675,000. When people have now come out and said, the only reason he got the job, because he's not qualified for it, it's because it's her boyfriend. So two things. They're, they, the judge overseeing this entire thing wants to know if they financially benefited, and they did because they were in a relationship and he was getting billable hours. Well, Big ones that wouldn't have happened if she didn't 
appoint him. Yeah, just think how many times to go to Hawaii or Costa Rica or Europe did they go on nice vacations? Came down here to South yeah. Florida. And now it's coming out the guy wasn't even qualified to have the job. Yeah, how do you like that? And if they can prove that, you know, I mean, I guess he, I guess true, he's in a practice that's just him. It's not like it's like a big, you know, law firm right. that could take on this kind of case. So if, if she's in trouble. Okay. And the guys, what is it? Red Eye Radio that could do overnight here at 850. They even brought this up last week and I was listening to it. They said, you know, when, when you have an attorney, you have a judge, you have whatever the case may be, somebody in the legal world that is called out on the carpet about doing something wrong. They come out immediately and say, I will prove to you and the world that yep. this is not true. She didn't do that. No. She went to church. And made the whole congregation listen to her story. Well, no. And, and she said, don't they, Lord? Yeah, well, and the whole thing is she knew she'd get the support in the church, that people would be on her side. That's, uh, that's you know, that's like you going, you know, to your, your, your dorm or your frat house and pretending your friends aren't going to protect you. That's what that was. She's yes. as guilty as the day is long, allegedly. Denounced the accusations, as you heard, as racially motivated, but is yet to call them false. Yeah. Which goes to your point. Yeah, I think she's as guilty as the day is long. She's she's in trouble. Trump has sounded very confident this thing in Georgia is falling apart against him. Election interference. Well, and then what you said, was it last week? Beginning of this week? Maybe it was last week. I don't remember. Days rolled together. Uh, she and the boyfriend, didn't they go to the White House? Two visits to the White House. You know, we don't have transcripts of that or anything. It's all private. But two visits to the White House before the charges against Trump, Trump were filed. Isn't that convenient? So guess where this is coming from? Uh-huh. Thank you. Joe's Biden. lawyers. Yeah, Biden's administration. Anyway, entertainment news. Yes, dear. We've had a lot of it today, but it's perfect for a Friday. Madonna, come on Vogue and show up on time. <laughs> this has been a story, actually, showing up uh, for shows late. Like, there was one show in Boston I know of. It was two and a half hours late, wow. the start time. Well, they're saying that all the ones in at the Barclays Center in, was that Brooklyn? Yep. Is that where that is? She showed up two and a half hours late. And these two guys, I, I guess I'm assuming they're from Brooklyn or somewhere in New York, they now want to make it a class action lawsuit because they said it's a huge inconvenience. You can't start a concert that you just spent, you know, 1200 bucks for a ticket for two and a half hours late. And it was funny because the last thing I thought about was transportation, but it was the first thing you mentioned because you said, what, the subway train stop at a certain hour, right? Uh, in New York, they'll have some running late, but they definitely cut back. I will guarantee you the Boston shows, and there were two there, the, the MBTA is not running. Wow. If you're getting out of there before midnight, you not, you're not getting out of that city. So the show's supposed to start, I guess, what, at 8, 30, 9 o'clock, and she was showing up at 11, 30 to kick these things off? You know what? That's crazy. It's just irresponsible. It's that, unprofessional. That's, that, that's disrespectful to your fans is what that is. But these guys are saying, you know what, they want to make it a class action lawsuit. One was because of the transportation, and two is, you know what, we all got families. We have to get up, go to work tomorrow. Can't get home. You're not getting home till 3 o'clock in the morning to get up, what, two hours later, three hours later to go to work? It's not right after you spend all this money for a concert that you don't even see because you got to leave. She's been sued for this very same thing, showing up late for shows. And according to my daughter, who saw one of the Brooklyn shows, still does the full show, which is like two and a half hours on top of that. So you're out Jeez. of there at like midnight. Yeah, if not later. She's been sued for this twice before. Both of them were settled. So I'm sure this is going to happen with this. Can you imagine what the what the speaking of billable hours, what the Madonna lawyers are like? Either that, or it's her record label keeps them. You know, they work for the record label, and this is what they do for their you know their living. They're on retainer all the time. 
uh, I would assume this is going to be, let's call up Mr. and Mr. Smith and, and Mr. Jones here and say, hey, listen, we'll give you front row seats to the next concert. You'll get to do a meet and greet backstage. You can bring 10 people with you. You can take pictures. Uh, we'll buy you dinner. And we'll pay for the hotel and the airfare. And lawsuit goes away. Well, if they're fanboys, I'm yeah, sure it'll I, go away. Yeah, I mean, that would, you know, if it were me, say it was me going to see, I don't know, Aerosmith, and Steven Tyler decides to show up three hours late and I leave. And they called me in three weeks later and say, oh, Jen, you can meet Steven Tyler. I'd be like, no problem. Drop the lawsuit. Yeah, it's, uh, that's what they'll do. And probably. I'm sure that's probably what's offered or something along those lines. They're trying to make it class action, though, because it's happened so much. So I don't know. We'll see what It's just rude. That. Stop it being rude, rude, Madonna. It's unprofessional. We like you. Stop being rude. Come on. All right, more headlines coming up next. More trouble for Boeing. Another plane caught fire. No passengers Ugh. hurt or anything, but still, it's a bad look for them. And this one was out of Miami. Scary, too. All right, we've got that. Some more entertainment stuff. All headlines next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. So Democrats are allowed to vote, which... So Democrats are allowed to vote, which... They're going to vote for her because they don't want to run against me. They want to run against her. Uh, there you go. That's what uh, we've been talking about. The Democrats can vote in this New Hampshire primary. Trump says the DNC is telling all the Democrats to vote for Nikki Haley. How do you like that? Uh, the Trojan horse. <laughs> Nikki Haley. They, they, there was another story that came out yesterday that Trump is going to trounce her in New Hampshire and then trouncer in South Carolina. I think it could happen. He and goes back to New Hampshire today, by the way. He had to come back here, and he did a uh, an exclusive interview with Hannity remotely from Mar-a-Lago last night because he had to come back for his mother-in-law's funeral. But back in New Hampshire today, says there's two rallies, maybe even more in New Hampshire, through the snow. Well, yeah, they're expecting, well, they're going to be part of this big storm that's already hit. I guess it's it started snowing in Washington, D.C. overnight, and it's going to go up this eastern seaboard. They said New York City. Manhattan's going to get snow for the first time in two years. Yeah, they're going to get buried. So uh, they're looking at three to six inches of snow all the way up to Maine. So if that's the case, he may be in another blizzard situation. But those people are hardy in New Hampshire. They're used to the snow. I think he's right about the Nikki Haley thing and what that plan is. And let's play a little guessing game. Haven't heard from this guy in a long time. It's been years. Who said this? On NBC yesterday. I would prefer a, a candidate who I think would be a good president and who I know is going to win. And by the way, give us more seats in Congress. That's Nikki Haley. Of course. Of course he supports Nikki Haley. Who's that? That's Paul Ryan. Was it really? Oh, the ultimate he's rhino. back. The ultimate. It, they just laid out the plan exactly <laughs> what it is. They just want this uniparty. We're all the wow. same. We're all just useless bureaucrat crap. Oh, great. Of Thank course. He, of course he supports her. Oh, jeez. I God he almighty, was, was he useless. He won't go away. He's no. like, like a bad penny. He oh, shows up all the time. Oh, Jeez. yeah. The ultimate never-Trumper rhino. That's him. Jeez. If you want nothing to ever get done and just leave get, him it, around. <laughs> that's who it is. Wow. But Boy, anyway. What a voice from the past. He's now back. Now I'm going to have PTSD all weekend. Thank you so very much. I see a lot of him. Appreciate what it. What if he campaigns with her in New Hampshire? Who knows? I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Well, in in that case, then you're going to know what the the true see. Do they do they actually show their true colors this early on? Maybe uh, that that's the thing. Because if Paul Ryan starts showing up next to her, and next thing you know, Hillary's going to be at her next rally. Mm. And you know, well, another bad look for Boeing. Man, they are going through it this month, aren't they? The FAA announced yesterday it's expanding its investigation into Boeing's 737 Max nine quality control, and then. We get this overnight video of a cargo plane that was a Boeing 
leaving Miami International, and it catches on fire. Yeah, one of the engines uh, really badly on fire. It took off at like 10.32. By the time it was on the ground, it was a half hour later. Uh, it looks horrifying, but according to the, the, the flight crew, they're fine. No one got hurt. They landed safely. They're like, eh, you know what? We had other engines. Yeah, my guy, I love the way they just say, you know, you put the fire out in the engine and we got, you know, another one to take us home. It's like, well, you know, we got other engines, you know. <laughs> Don't worry. Apparently, this particular plane has four engines, uh, all made by General Electric, which was the first thing Boeing said. Uh, not our not our engines, not our engines. It's a Boeing Gen X, whatever it is. Uh, there's four of them on this plane and everybody's fine and the plane's fine and the cargo's fine. It's, it is dramatic video, though, because it was uh, in the air on fire. Like, there's a big flume of smoke yeah, in the fire. Can you imagine if you, if it were a passenger plane, though, and people were on board? Oh, yeah. You see that looking out the window? No, thank you. That would be you. scary. Uh, mm-hmm. You can check out the video on the, if you haven't seen it yet. It is everywhere this morning. It's on the Morning Show blog, 850WFTL.com, and on the app. But, uh, you know. <laughs> Let me see. Their wing po- says, no problem. Yeah, their engines catch on fire. Doors fall off. What's next? Wings? They've had a rough month. Don't they, forget about the Nippon Airlines issue. That was a Boeing, too. Oh, that's right. Ugh. That one was scary. That was very with the scary. Fire. Uh, isn't the 737 MAX the one that they had problems with originally that disappeared? It, remember they said it was be, because of- a computer of, problem. Yeah, right? But Didn't this they? is the MAX 9. I think that's the only one they're looking at. I don't know. It's Jeez. just bad for Boeing. Yeah, it doesn't look good. No, it doesn't. You know what? Uh, quality control there, Boeing. Let's go. Jeez. Speaking of flights, this will be affected. You talked about the weather. Uh, it will affect New Hampshire a little bit, but the entire there's about 100 million Americans who are going to get some kind of snow starting today. Big storm throughout the center part of the country. Yeah. They're saying anywhere from three to six inches. Uh, it goes all the way from like Washington, D.C. to Maine. Uh, even, but the thing is, this cold front's going to hit Florida as well. Uh, we are going to have highs tomorrow, I think, in the upper 60s. But anywhere in the panhandle, again, freezing temperatures. Uh, overnight tonight in the Tallahassee panhandle area, 33 degrees. But tomorrow night and Sunday, 26, if not colder. Yeesh. With the wind chill, they say it could feel like 15. I'm like, that's crazy. Yikes. This is Tallahassee. This isn't like, you know, Concord, you know, Maine, New Hampshire. I'm like, give me a break. It's pretty ugly. And even in New York City, which hasn't had actual snowfall in a couple of years, I guess, they're expecting a few inches today Not in this. Manhattan. You know, I, my, I the, the snow doesn't scare me as much as the cold right. because they have to go back and de-ice. And I always think while you're sitting on the runway there waiting to take off, how long does that de-icing last for? Well, I, it's, so it's, it's going to affect it, it. Yesterday they canceled a bunch of planes and a bunch of flights because of the weather. I'm sure they're going to do it again today. So just call ahead or check on your flight if you're expecting somebody or if you're going somewhere, unfortunately. But it is the weekend. No p- such problems down here. And maybe you're going out to the movies. This is one we've talked about for a long time, and it's finally out. ISS. I was surprised it was out already. I know. Didn't take long. Yeah, I was like, it, well, all of a sudden you just saw the trailer, and here it is. This is the sci-fi thriller. As astronauts aboard the International Space Station are ordered to take control of it by any means necessary. Why is that? Because war is broken out below them on Earth between the U.S. and Russia. So you get U.S. Uh, astronauts and the cosmonauts from Russia, and they each get a, a, a private signal and messages take over the International Space Station in any way possible. Kill your comrade. Yeah, so can you imagine? You know, I'm assuming it's an American film, so the United States should win in the end. <laughs> can you imagine if the know. Russians win at the end of this film? I don't know. Oh, 
Now, I think this was the one that they actually used space footage for, and they're 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 oh wait, cool using some of that, right? And they're working that in. I don't know, maybe it 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 looks like it was on the International Space Station. I guess you could probably rebuild that anywhere, but I know, how do they do the weightless CGI thing? stuff looks perfect yeah. anywhere now, so I don't know the weightlessness. How do they do that? You know, they're not all in that comet vomit. Um, you know, the vomit comet, whatever the hell they call it, when the plane goes straight down. <laughs> Uh, I believe they use fishing string. Oh, then they suspend you. I don't know. You guys just movie got magic. That's what it is. You got me thinking, guys. Yes. Imagine when we're when we go back to the moon with the Artemis mission in two or three years, whenever it's going to be it's now. Gonna be, yeah. It's getting delayed. You have people theorizing that we never landed on the moon to begin with in 1969. That was oh, all special God. effects with Stanley, oh, yes, Stanley sure Kubrick. Yes. Imagine now trying to convince people that we are actually on the moon with all right. the CGI and effects we have. Right. There is you would you, you will never be able to convince people that that mission is actually happening when it does happen. Oh, so the the International Space Station doesn't exist either. No, no, they, they just That's go right. up there and it's it's in some you know. The Earth sound. is flat. We never went to yeah. the moon. Yeah, okay. There yeah, you go. And, and the moon crazy. is made of cheese. Fake news. <laughs> no, the, the, moon the moon is hollow That's, and it yes. echoes. That's right. And China's already developing the dark side well, of it. So just saying. That Speak, part. That's where Macy's is moving to. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Macy's Moon Store. Uh, speaking of the moon, Japan has big moon plans today. They do? Yeah, they do. We'll really? talk about that coming up next. Wow. And we actually had a uh, an Axiom Mission 3 launch from Cape Canaveral last night. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, I didn't see it, but I heard it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, more headlines. Joe Biden lost again yesterday, but this was a, an especially bad speech. It was, it was one of the worst ones. You can't tell me the guy doesn't have dementia. I'm oh sorry. That and more. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Welcome to Friday. Keep it here. Thanks for the welcome back to North Carolina, Gov. I appreciate it very much. I also want to mention Congressman De- Deborah Ross. Where's Deborah? I just had my picture taken with her. Joe. That's probably why she left. Different Deborah. Jeff. No, all kidding aside. Anyway, you, you can, oh, she couldn't be here, actually. That's not true. I got it mixed up. Everything's fine. <laughs> so, who was the woman that he took the picture with? I don't know. <laughs> she, maybe she left, too. Oh Everything's fine, Joe. Hey, you know when he caught himself at the end? That's okay. At least he, he recovered. Okay. Was he had a bunch of gaps. It was a bad. It was a bad day. He had I, a bad one. I understand. You know, you forget people. You know, we meet people, and and you know, you see them six months later, and and they expect you to remember their name, and I never do, and I feel like an idiot. But you just took a picture with the woman and someone with your obviously because no one's getting near the president of the United States without somebody saying, "Mr. President, this is blah blah blah." <laughs> so somebody had to say, "Mr. President, this is Congresswoman Deborah Ross." We're going to take a picture with her. You know, she's from North Carolina, blah, blah, blah. Here, stand there. You don't remember that five minutes later? Yeah, that's true. Well, there goes me trying to give him credit. Sorry. <laughs> but he also, saying. this to me is worse. This to me is worse. This was minutes after he said that he did it again with the Bo Biden thing. Oh, yeah. he's. I think he's, you know what? You ever meet somebody that they, they lie so proficiently or they say, lie about the same story the same way so often they actually believe it? Yeah, that groove has been cut and I, it's, I think, it's, he's on that track. I, I think that's some, somewhere in his the, bra- the recesses of his brain he believes this. Bo Biden died of a brain tumor in Maryland, sadly. Yeah, not make, horrible. Not, not yeah. mocking that at all, but he keeps saying he died in Iraq yeah, and because did. of Iraq. And it's... No. no one verifies that. I mean, nobody. I did that at an event, and people didn't have chairs, and the press looked at me and said, what the hell's the matter with that guy? Yeah. Anyway, ever thank you. Sergeant First Class, I was telling him my son, Bo, 
who I lost because of what happened in Iraq. Anyway, my, Joe. my son Bo, when he made major in Iraq. All right, that's enough was, of that. I, was I, I can't. I, it's no. You, no. He has used, nobody has used more family tragedy for, I, I don't know, clout than that guy. And it's gross. Yeah, it is. You know what? It's it's sad that it happened. You know, no one ever wants to lose anybody, never mind a family member or a child. But uh, he, I honestly and truly believe that he thinks that's what happened because he's so told too. the story so often. All right, Jake, you're exactly right. It's and, in there and it's not coming out. Yeah, it's it's not changing. So yeah. and, and, you know, who are you to tell me how my son died? Right, exactly. So what are you going to do? Of all the things you need to, like, straighten him out on, nobody's bringing that up. No, no. So he can say whatever he wants. It's just, that, it's just that simple. We were talking about space a lot at the mm-hmm. end of the last segment because, uh, first of all, the first astronaut from Turkey, along with some... Compadres from Italy, Spain, and Sweden, well, they're heading to the International Space Station. They finally got it done. Axiom Mission 3 blasted off safe and sound yesterday afternoon from Cape Canaveral on a Falcon 9 rocket. Yeah, it was the first all-European commercial astronaut mission. First ever. Wow. Here's the interesting thing. Okay, they're going to dock with the International Space Station overnight, early early tomorrow morning. Um, And they stay for two weeks, and they run experiments, and then they come back. SpaceX took them up. SpaceX is going to take them back. 55 million bucks per astronaut. Mm. That's what each country paid. That is all profit. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> Didn't Elon say they've got the launches down to about a million dollar cost? Yeah. From 10 million on an average when NASA was doing it. Right. That's, and, and they're, they're think, reusing stuff. Yeah, and they reused the right. fuselage in, in many cases, except they lost one a couple of weeks ago. But yeah. that, that was a pretty good run. I think it went up eight or nine times before they lost it. And it was because of the seas. It had nothing to do with the rocket itself. It was The seas were really bad. Um, but just think, every time – this is why they get so upset when at least people in the the – I, the cosmic world got mad when they shut down NASA. And remember for how many years? You could go up to NASA. You oh. could have bought anything in Cape Canaveral for a penny. It was they, dead up there. They would have given you money. When that Be- shuttle program ended, it was dead. It was dead because we had to pay Russia. Yeah. I think it was $50 million, $55 million per astronaut every time they took them up on a Soyuz rocket to yep. the International Space Station. It's crazy. So now, you know, at least SpaceX is getting it. And I'm sure NASA gets a kickback on that as well. So. No, and they should. It's their pads. and Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So it's, at least we're making money on the deal. Now, so. check this out. Japan yes. is hoping to successfully put a lander on the moon today. Japan really? Aerospace Exploration Agency's smart lander for an... <laughs> I'm sure it's a, it's a shorter thing in, in Japanese. <laughs> yeah. Smart lander for investigating moon. Okay. Uh, it's going to be the nation's first moon lander. It's going to land in a narrow spot 100 meters across. Extremely precise zone that's earned the nickname Moon Sniper. A lander is going to be streamed live on YouTube, which I think is pretty cool. Okay, so go watch it because remember Israel tried – was it Israel? Israel tried this uh, not long ago, remember, and just like 500 yards above. Oh, they were almost there. It, um, it blew up or it, it, it caught India, fire. Didn't that same thing India. happen to India? It was one of – it was some other country, yeah. And landing, you know, we make it look like it's no big deal. And this right. is why I always say when there's a launch, you really should pay attention. You're sticking a ro- people on a rocket, sending it into space so it, it actually – meets up with another thing that's already in orbit going around the Earth. That's right. I mean, think about it. And they make it look like, you know, you go to the grocery store. Uh, those two fails from those two countries should show you this is no easy feat. No, it, it is not an easy feat. So, uh, you know, all, all the power to, uh, who is it, Japan? Japan? All the power to them. Hopefully they'll get there. I don't know. Maybe they're going to put, maybe they're going to take on China and, and build a shopping mall before China does. Maybe. What is China doing on the dark side of the moon? Nobody does anybody knows. know? 
I think they're drilling holes. That's not good. It's not good. No, not at all. Uh, anything, anytime you hear the word China and, you know, uh, secret, th- that doesn't bode well. So uh, what are they do? Doesn't anybody care what they're doing? They're uh, building the Wuhan Lab North. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Astral Lab. Along with uh, housing developments and zero lot line homes. There you go. I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> and shopping plazas. I don't know. Hey, hey, we gotta get gotta get ready for when we have the the moon mission there. Oh my God! People need pizza. (laughs) God help us, please. Speaking of pizza, Uh, yes, because I need thirty-five seconds to fill. Yes, Pizza Hut says tonight should be and is pretty much National Pizza Night. More people have pizza on Friday night than any other night of the week, and doesn't that make sense? Well, you know why it makes sense because. If if you're the one who cooks, say yeah. say you're the mom of the family and you're the one that cooks, right? It rolls around. You're like, you know what? I have cooked for you slobs for the past seven days. That's I'm exactly done. it. That's right. It's a weekend. You're ordering pizza. That's exactly it. Or, or you, the kids are, are hounding the mom. She's like, all right. Yeah, either that or mom and dad are going out and the kids are going to stay home. So we're ordering a pizza for you guys while we go out to dinner. You're darn right. That's how it always was in our house anyway. So Love pizza. I think they also came out with some part of this study some average of how much pizza we actually eat yeah it actually sounds low three times we the average person eats pizza three times a month and consumes in those three times eight slices i think it's way more than that i've seen people eat uh, uh, my kids eat like a whole pizza themselves oh yeah yeah i'm like a one slice person I, i don't eat a lot of pizza but still uh thin crust is our favorite Stuffed crust comes in next. So you either go for the skinny stuff or for the really fattening stuff. It surprises me that thin crust is number one from Americans' favorite. And I think it was forced. Uh, probably. Because a lot of the pizza places said, oh, thin crust, That's you probably go. what it is. It's, you get a yeah. special on thin crust, you get two for one. Here, yeah. take this. That's what it's it is. It's less dough for them. They're making more money. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. All right, we've successfully filled 35 <laughs> seconds plus. And now we can... <laughs> Now we can move on to rapid fire. Coming up next, ending the weekend with some stuff to know and talk about. It's next, the South Florida Morning Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible, because we're already doing it, all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. We got the weekend on our hands, almost. All right, we got to get through this workday thing. We'll give you some info, stuff you can, t- you can talk about at a weekend party. Well, you can call all your friends probably in the Northeast or maybe in <laughs> Washington, D.C. or Baltimore and say, eh, nah, 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 nah. Oh, I, I'm going to. I think, oh, absolutely. I or think, the panhandle for that matter. Yeah, yeah. the panhandle. Yeah. Uh, this we'll make cold, everybody mad. <laughs> this cold front that's <laughs> coming through, it's already snowing in Washington, D.C. They're showing a plane, that an American Airlines plane that slid off the runway in Rochester, Oof. New York yesterday. Uh, everybody's fine, by the way. 
way. Um, but it, they're saying over, again, 100 million people are going to be getting blanketed in snow wow. before the end of the weekend. It's a third of the country. It's uh, back-to-back storms. They're going to spread three to six inches of snow across 18 states. Uh, Wyoming to New York today. And then wow. it's going to be from New York to Maine into Canada. In North Florida, here's a gutcha. The same thing, the same system's coming across us. We're looking at a high tomorrow. They said around 68 degrees, so it's going to be cooler here, but not cold. The Panhandle, Panama City, Jacksonville, 30, about 36 degrees tonight. Tomorrow night, 26 degrees. Hello. That's without the wind chill. So if there's wind chill, they said it could feel like 15. How about that? That's nuts. You know what that means today at store shelves? I got to get the bread of milk. Oh, <laughs> I got to get the bread of milk. I got to get the bread of milk. <laughs> Here they come. Here they come. <laughs> oh, there will be no gosh. Wonder Bread to be found. No, it's gone. <laughs> Are they saying anything? Could it snow in the panhandle? Are they uh, saying anything feasibly, about that? Feasibly, it, it, it's cold enough. I mean, traditionally, the only reason it doesn't snow in the panhandle is it isn't cold enough. It's cold enough. Maybe there is it has lack to be of below thirty-two. Lack of precipitation. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, that's I, cold, I, I don't know. Yeah. But that's a different kind of cold too. I'm telling. I swear to God, there's like a heavier, like wet cold yes. that hits that area. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it should be interesting to see how it affects New Hampshire oh, with yeah. the primary coming up right. on Tuesday. So, oh, they'll. Get oh, their ice weather. donkeys and wear their shorts and still stand in line to see the Trumpster. They'll get on their snowmobiles and oh, go yeah. vote those people. They're going. Hey, you ride? <laughs> Hop on. Hey, this is everywhere. And another bad look for Boeing. Uh, you can see that it is pretty dramatic video, including on our morning show blog, 850WFTL.com and on the 850 app. It's a pretty terrifying moment. Flames shot out of an Atlas Air Boeing 747 jet. Now, it's a cargo jet. There was just the, the small crew still. on board, no passengers, but still. Engine failure right after takeoff from Miami International. There were flames shooting out of this thing in the sky. Yeah, it, the, the interesting thing is, and, and you brought this up earlier, is, you know, Boeing's had its share of problems between yeah. the 737 MAX with doors falling off. Uh, the Was it Nippon Airlines in, in Japan had that fire? Uh, oh, that gosh. was a bad one. That was horrible. And then this, the first thing, that after they said the crew's fine, plane's fine, First thing Boeing said was, not our engines. Yeah. <laughs> those, those are General Electric engines. I'm I like, I don't blame them. I, I, either do I, but still, it's attached to your plane. Ah, yeah. So, I mean, is it? do you still blame Boeing because they have a contract with General Electric to do the engines? I don't know. The video is nuts. Like you said, it's Bill, you can see it on the morning show. Pretty blog. crazy. It's, yeah. It is dramatic, but hey, everything's okay. I mean, they were they were also quick to say, hey, return to, to uh, you know, the tarmac, no problem. Yeah. And the odds are the flight crew probably went, eh, we got three other of those. They see, put the fire out, let's go back. That's why they gave yeah. us four. That's right. <laughs> it's like, okay. That's the thing. Is this the visual of the flames coming out while it's, the plane's in the sky? I'm pretty but, dramatic. Put it yeah. this way. If that were your plane and you looked out the window and you saw that, people would panic. Yeah. Yes. Oh, There's yeah. no Absolutely. doubt about it. Oh, yeah. Well, you mentioned New Hampshire a little while ago, Jen, for the primary coming on Tuesday. Yes, yeah. Here's the polling in case you're wondering. They were talking, last wow. week we were talking about Nikki Haley Actually, it was the beginning of the week, wasn't it? Was, it was Tuesday. Just climbing. We were saying Nikki Haley could possibly get within single digits of Trump. That would be a win for her if she can get within right. single digits. Enough to keep the campaign going. Right. Well, it doesn't seem like that's going to be the case because according oh. to the latest polling, Uh-oh. according to 538.com, which does a good job of averaging all the polls that have been taken, Trump is up 47 to 34. As of right now, going into oh, Tuesday's primary. Oh, that grew. That's yeah. a 13-point lead. Some polls have him up 14 to 15 points. So, But they, they average it out about 13-point lead going into Tuesday. So it, it grew exponentially. If that holds. Last week. 
if that holds, that's more impressive to me than Iowa because a lot of uh, New Hampshire's changing. Like, there's a lot of refugees from Massachusetts who are basically still Democrats. True. Who are just invading the southern part. It's been going on for 20 years of New Hampshire, and it's Ooh. turned from a state to like a blue one. So, for him to do that, yeah, it's pretty big. That's true. Democrats can vote in that primary, we learned finally. That's right. Yeah. And well, they're all going to vote for Nikki Haley. Right. right. So, so, how much of the Nikki Haley vote is actually from Democrats? Right. So, yeah, he's got to overcome the Democrat vote. Right. So, if he's still able to win by double digits, no, you're right. It's pretty point. big. Yeah. We'll see how it turns out on Tuesday. But he's, he won. The margin victory was more in Iowa than they predicted. So, I'm curious to see if New Hampshire ends up being the same thing. I, I think he's going to beat her by 25 to 26 points. Whoa, that would be huge. And once again, nobody in New Hampshire, which is a pretty important primary, no yeah. one is talking about DeSantis. No. no. Well, no, even he's him. He's not even him. there. <laughs> yeah, he's pulling, even he's, he's not talking about no. himself. That's true. He's, he's pulling at 5%. So. Yeah, he, does, he, does DeSantis drop out after South Carolina? That's another discussion. Uh, mm. This fascinated me. You guys are talking about football, and I, I, I assume you probably already know this, and if you talked about it, I apologize. Nick Saban's retirement last week, mm-hmm. okay, after 17 years at Alabama. I remember it threw everybody into a tailspin. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Oh, yeah. Uh, it came shortly after they uh, lost. <clears throat> okay. Anyway, the <laughs> Alabama director of athletics, Greg B- B- Byrne, is that how you say his sure. name? He just told the college analysts that Nick Saban was heavily involved with not only hiring Kalen DeBoer, that he was on the advisory board, that but that he sat down with Kalen DeBoer after he got there to pick all the new players that are coming in on the team. Oh, wow. Oh, that's excellent, though. They're saying that I, That he, would make me happy if I'm a Bama fan. Yeah, yeah he says, uh, according to DeBoer, he said his office is right down the street from where I am. Uh, and then this guy, this burn guy, this athletic director said, when somebody says Nick Saban wants to be involved about coaching, would you let him? The new coach was like, of course I want course. him involved. So apparently Saban isn't that far away. He's still involved, but it's behind the scenes kind of thing. The ghost of Nick Saban hovers over Tuscaloosa. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Not going does. far. So. Quite a big succession plan, though, he had in place. So this was yeah. obviously in the works for a while. And it would, you know what? It's a vote of confidence for this DeBoer guy. And also, the fans have to feel better about who's heavily involved in recruiting to help with the transition. Yeah. He said he asked, uh, he said he gave, he said, give me 72 hours, is what this athletic director said. Give me 72 hours to find a, a, a replacement. And apparently, um, Sabin was like all for this DeBoer guy. So That's that had a lot to do with it, at well, least according to this athletic director. You talk about it's, you know, a change for him. He goes from Washington being the national championship game, and then he's like, all right, sure, I'll go to Alabama. So not not a bad, uh, you know. How old is he? Think of jobs for him. I a young guy, know. I think. He's he looks younger. young. Late 40s, early 50s, oh, if, if, if that high. <laughs> Speaking of football, division round of the playoffs in the NFL. Yes. The Bills, who are hosting the Kansas City Chiefs this time, they got something... Besides a six-game win streak in their corner. Oh? They've got a giant pit. <laughs> a what? Where their new stadium is going to be, and it's bringing them magic. What are they, throwing <laughs> Kansas City players into the pit? Not yet. Okay. Sacrificing? <laughs> oh, yeah, really? That's what I to think the, of pits. I think it's sacrificial. To the, to the Lombardi gods. <laughs> so they get a new stadium, so it's under construction now. You have to at least try, start the foundation. But right now, at this point, it's still a pit. As legend goes, six games ago when they first started winning, some a fan from uh, some member of Bills Mafia fell into the pit. 
Well, they started Is he winning. Alive? Well, I don't know. They don't oh. care. <laughs> <laughs> so they started winning. They took that as a sign. So now, before every home game, oh at least God. one of them sacrifices him or herself by jumping into the pit. You how have do to you do pick? It. Yeah. Uh, how many people are part of the Bills Mafia? Aren't there like thousands and thousands? You of can't people? number them, Jen. Okay, well, it's, so it's the fan base, so it's millions. <laughs> so they just all show up at the stadium site and they randomly say, "You're going to go into the pit." I imagine this like some type of like Aztec situation. It's like you have been chosen yeah. to be sacrificed, like to the Squid Game Buffalo over here. Gods. Well, it's like <laughs> Squid Game. you're at a you're at a big tailgate. You know you're having a great time eating hot dogs, and it's like, all right, it's time. Who's a virgin? That's right, <laughs> Bobby. We're throwing you into the pit. And he's only ten years old. I don't care. It's all we got. Go. No. But that's oh, uh, so that's happening. Well, we'll see if it works again on Sunday. <laughs> I don't know. Do you think they're going to win? I do. I, I personally think they're going to beat the Chiefs. I do. They're hot. I, they could. I, it's going to be a good game. Lots of good games on the schedule. It'll be better yeah. than last week. I think so. Yeah. Better competition this weekend. Yeah, oh yeah. Looking forward to well, it. Well, now that we all did football, what are you going to talk about? <laughs> Actually, I'm talking about football. Really? Yes. We'll have the more of the game, the actual games, not the pit. No, no, not the game. <laughs> not the pit. And actually, not even NFL. This is college football, where... I've never seen anything like this. There's a tight end from the Miami Hurricanes. It's not just because it's Miami. This oh, this is awesome. Happens to be where he plays. He has been granted his ninth year of eligibility. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's he, 40? This is unbelievable. <laughs> so you could have... So there's there are people in this country that have started their undergrad as a freshman. Yeah. Graduated, gone through law school, That's passed right. the bar, and are now active lawyers in the time that this kid's been at UM. That's correct. <laughs> and, and How did this tight end. happen? He started his college career in 2016 at Oregon. That's awesome. Transferred a couple times, different schools, and he's the, with Miami Hurricanes the past couple of years. Turns out, though, he has received multiple uh, eligibility extensions because of injuries and things like that. And then during COVID, everybody got an extra year. So you tack on everything. Oh my he's gosh. He's now under a record setting ninth year of eligibility. How old is he? I think he's like 27 years old. Oh my God. <laughs> this he's going to be a father of five by the time <laughs> he gets out. already cashed in his 401k. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> like That's unreal. Nine years in college football. He says, this is it though. This, oh, this, this is it? This, this, does this he is have a right. degree? I hope so. He's got grandkids. Three <laughs> degrees at this point. An AARP card, <laughs> and he lives in a 55-plus community. Yes. Hey, you know what? Stay oh, in gosh. school. He, I think he's older. He's older than some grad assistants. Oh yeah, he is. Who are coaches? I mean, nine years of college Does down he the play? drain. Yeah. Sometimes. Well, good for you. God bless you, Cam McCormick. All the best to your ninth him. year of college football. Yeah, he's working the system. Good for him. A college football veteran. Doesn't right. have to pay back those loans. That's yeah, right. That's saying. All right. Uh, we'll wrap up the week coming up next with a couple of different things. Speaking of football, we know who's going to sing the national anthem at the Super Bowl. It's super. She's very excited, and so are we. And there's a great documentary coming up about the making of the We Are the World video. Remember from 1985? I can't wait for this thing. Sounds great. That and more coming up next. The self Loader Morning Show. Keep it here. News from my manager, Justin McIntyre. She said that they wanted me to sing the national anthem at the Super Bowl. And I said, oh, my gosh. Well, let me think about that. And Rex Lynn, my boyfriend, who is a huge football fan, he said, yes, she'll do it. Absolutely. <laughs> so. And that's how Reba got the invite to sing the national anthem at the Super Bowl. I'm excited. I think it's great. Do you really think she, she thought, let me think about it? Yeah. She's probably really? very, uh, you know, she'll think about a gig first. 
And he just, old Rex, let me tell you something, he just wants tickets. Oh, that's without a doubt. Without it's the only doubt. way he's getting in. Now, you watched, he's been in a lot of stuff, mainly it was CSI, it was, I know him from, but he was also in uh, the Saul show. Go get Saul, go ask Saul, go call Saul. What was the name of that show? Go on. <laughs> I'm not going to correct you. This is too good. I hate you right now. Go get Saul. What's the name of the show? Bring me Saul. <laughs> Okay. Better call Saul. Thank you. Yeah, he was in that. Who? Well. Who? Rex Lynn is his. I don't know what he was he, in that. Yeah. All right, hold on a second. I got to look that up. Lee. Oh, I think he was the lawyer. I know who you mean. Yeah, he big, was in that. He's been in a lot Southern of things. Boy. I'll yeah. go. I'll go. IMDb real quick for you guys. Go get Saul and see who, <laughs> see who is in that show. I hate you. Right I now. think. I, I think. I right think now. he had a guest appearance in that. Where the hell is Saul? <laughs> You knew what I was talking about. Oh, oh I knew. <laughs> it won't help me. I hate when no, you do that. It's, it's better. It's no. good radio. No, it's not. <laughs> and this is going to be outstanding. I knew what? this was more stressful than anybody was leading on. Let's go back to 1985 and the We Are the World famous video, famous oh, yeah. charitable event. You know, it was great, right? Mm-hmm. There's a new documentary out about a, the making of it. Apparently, with all those egos in the room, it was a disaster. And Lionel Richie was behind all of it. Yeah, and Michael organizer. Jackson and Michael Jackson helped write the tune itself. It's gonna, yeah, he did, and that was part of the problem. They were late with the song, and they already had people in the studio, all those stars, <laughs> with no lyrics. It's coming out on the 29th of this month on Netflix. Here's a little preview. The greatest artists of a generation came together to save some lives. Herbert Lafonte wants to do some kind of a song for famine relief in Africa. Bob Dylan. Stevie Wonder. Paul Simon. Cindy Lauper. Pat Midler. Billy Joel. Steve Perry. Willie Nelson. What am I supposed to sing? The clock is ticking. And we had so many disasters coming. I can't wait for this. It was interesting because in the trailer they show the studio and on the studio door there's this big sign that says, check your ego at the door. I'm oh, looking, yeah. Out of all the people that were in that room, who was the on the lowest on the, the rung? So they walked in and went, oh, my God, I'm singing with. They probably all said that about each other. I don't you know. Think so? I want to see this thing, though. I can't wait. I didn't realize that Michael Jackson wrote the song. Am I stupid for not with knowing With Quincy that? Jones, I think. I don't know. Because I know Quincy produced it. I didn't realize Michael. But according to Lionel Richie, they were at Michael Jackson's house when they wrote the song. And that Michael Jackson just hummed his way through it. There were no words, so he hummed the lyrics. Hmm. Interesting. So that comes out when? What, January? 29th, I think. Oh, then on Netflix. You're right over there. Spazzing out on me. I'm trying to figure out what is he doing. How many seconds do we have left? What fingers None. do I We're use? We're negative about 100 now. Okay, we got to go. We'll see you on Monday. <laughs> have a great weekend, and I hope your football team wins this weekend. We'll talk about that on Monday at 6. We'll see you then. Take care.